I love it. I love you like, it. You like the new intro? I love it. <laughs> oh, that was wonderful. Like I, I, my, oh, my heart soared when I heard the music again. So, I've missed the music. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. Thank you so much for, for doing that. That was awesome. No problem. No problem. Um, how you doing, Stephen? Um, I'm doing all right. I feel like I haven't uh, seen you in like a month. I mean, so like, I've been jonesing for for some of this again. Well, here it is. Yeah, this is this is nice because uh, for for people who aren't aware, we did like sort of a lot of backup episodes that were stacked up, yeah. um, and so they were like recorded ahead of time, basically. So we haven't actually done this in a hot second. So it's been a moment. Like, it's been a moment. Yeah. yeah. But, and uh, Frankie's back, so that's hi. exciting. So how have you two been? Surviving. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel that. Got to put my phone on silent. Let me do that real fast. Oh, thanks for the reminder. Yeah. It Actually, is. I'm going to go ahead and share the show as well. Yeah. Um. But uh, no, I mean, you know, yeah, surviving is. Sometimes the best we can do. Um, hi, Demi. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, there's been ups and downs, um, but uh, here we are. Hi, oh, Fly. Yeah. Or less. Oh, you kind of froze on us, but it's all right. Oh. Am I still oh. frozen? Nope, you're not. I'm not still frozen. Maybe. Hold on. <laughs> I'm, now I'm confused. You are not, not frozen. Either. You're not. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure everything's fine. So, did you have anything you wanted to talk about today? Um. Well, so we have some user or listener submitted questions. Okay. Um. We we actually have a lot of them. So well, before gonna... we get to those, I mean, did you have anything you wanted to talk about though? Um. Actually, what? yes. Okay. I do. Um, it, yeah. it's, it, it might not be a little, it, it might not be saucy, but it is relationship related. Okay. Um, and actually, I, I, I guess I, I recently experienced something that I feel like I need to unpack a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's a safe space to do that in. So, yeah. So a very close friend of mine, um, had sort of a falling out with a close friend of theirs and it was very awful and emotional and traumatic for them um and it ended with them kind of wanting to remove that person from their life so um you know they like unfriended from facebook all of those things um and that's the a very like modern Drama, it is because when your phone's with you wherever you go, and so you can't escape. Like you know, you want to be on social media, and you're forever around all your friends and all your acquaintances in this space. So while it sounds juvenile, it's completely valid. Yeah, and it makes sense because, like in real life, you would also avoid a person who you know brings up like it, it triggers yeah, different yeah, emotions. Absolutely, um, but. So the thing is, um, and that's fine, whatever anyone wants to do, I, I'm fine, I support that. Um, but recently they reached out to me 
and they said, hey, um, you know, I, I know you're aware that I went through this thing um, and it was, you know, a very intense experience for me. I'm trying not to have any connection to them whatsoever. And they asked me to unfriend hmm. uh, some people Person. that were involved. Yeah, and, yeah. and I was like, well, hold on now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I started to get kind of like, I had a very visceral reaction to that. Cause I was like, well, I don't have any personal beef with, with, with these people. Like they didn't mm -hmm. hurt my feelings, but yeah. then at the same time, like I care about this person. And then they also did shitty things to this person that I care about. So like, I was like, I, I asked if we could talk about it. <laughs> Um, cause I had a lot of strong feelings. Um, and then I kind of just, I was like, let's hold on a minute. I want to talk about it. And then I just kind of disappeared for a week. Oh. Um, yeah. yeah, well also like we were working, we didn't really have a chance to talk. Sure. Um, but then after like about a solid week of thinking about this, um, I decided to unfriend these people because I wasn't like super close to them anyways. Like we were just acquaintances. Sure. But um, I, I, I told my friend, I was like, I think your friendship is more important than me being able to Facebook stalk these people I barely know, um, which is totally what I wanted to do. Mm. <laughs> As one does. Um, yeah. Why else does Facebook exist? I... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, but um, I still, I told my friend, I was like, this is still something that I still have like strong feelings about. I still kind of want to talk about this, but you know, only if it's something that that you're okay with. I don't want to like kick up any dirt or anything, but um, but yeah. So I guess with all of that, um, I guess my question is like, have have either of you experienced something like that? And is there any um, like, do you think that was a a good way to handle the situation, or do you think I should have just not not given in because like the the idea of removing people or blocking people it's something that i i personally feel pretty strongly against i've like i've only blocked like a small number of people and that was very intense circumstances and it was directly personal and related sure. to me yeah. um but i don't know like how do you all feel about it frankie what are your thoughts so i guess it depends on the severity of what one person did um, like, well, they told me my dog sucks or something like that. Like, that's not warrant. Call the cops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if it's like a physical or sexual or emotional kind of abuse, like, okay, yeah, that's grounds for don't talk to that person ever again. Mm -hmm. So it, there's lots of facets here. Uh, number one, uh, just as a, a quick sort of non sequitur. I'm the kind of non-confrontational person to where I'll just unfollow someone. I won't block them because I don't want them to know I don't hate, I, I hate them, but I don't want to ever be, a, you know, I don't want to look at them. So yeah. I just unfollow. Um, and I don't care if they're looking at my life. I, I couldn't care less. But so when you originally, originally were talking about it and you said you wanted to discuss it with them, I thought that was very important. Like, I thought that was a great call because you want to, I want to know more information. I want to know what this person did, 
how it's affecting your friend and and the you know the regularity with which you see like this your your friend sees you know you interacting with this person you know um because if it's like if this person person x is constantly hanging out with you and you see these photos so you want to you want to be friends with steven but you can't be friends with person x you know lines have to be drawn sort of hello trip um so I understand that aspect. But then when you said, well, they're just, I'm just kind of Facebook stalking them. To me, it's like, well, yeah, that's an obvious, you know, that, that's a no-brainer to to unfollow and or unfriend these people. Um, but it's, it is very situational, as, as Frankie said. You know, it depends on the severity of the circumstances. But those kind of scenarios, to me, exist in real life and, and, and uh, have been brought up in real life many times before when, like, you know, you have a friend who's dating somebody and you make friends with them or a friend group of theirs. And then those, the original couple splits up. It's like, then you have to like play custody. Like you play custody with whose friends or whose and like yeah. visitation rights and all this kind of bullshit. But in the, the realm of social media, there aren't, you can't compartmentalize it. It's all one news feed. It is one never-ending barrage of information and you can't separate it out unless you go to the filter you know in real life you can just oh that person's going to be there i won't be at that event and or vice versa but you have to hit that button and that block to to keep yourself mentally safe and 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 take care of yourself i so just I uh, like for me, this so this person, while I was mostly Facebook stalking them, like they've been nothing but cordial to me, and they've been, they've would, been kind. You, just for the context of making sense of everything, can you call the, the people you've unfollowed, people X, and your friend, like person A, or or give them a name, like they can be made up name, but uh, yes, friend, um, friend and person X. Okay, Rather friend than, and uh, person X. Okay, yeah, because. Um, um, so person X has been nothing but cordial to me every now and then they like, they'll say hi and make small talk. Like it's not, it's not an in-depth friendship or anything, but like, it's not hostile. They say hi. Fuck. That's what I don't, that's, that's already I another step. 1% of the people I follow on Facebook, you know, it's. Yeah. Know. yeah. But um, I don't know. It's just something that I still feel a little bit raw about. And I don't want to give too many more details, I guess, because I don't want to accidentally. Sure, absolutely, yeah, 100%. But, um, like, initially, when, when your friend asked you to unfollow person X, like, depending on the severity, like, it's a bit religious. It's like, well, I've accepted Jesus. Now I need you to. Like, you, you can have your own religion, and that's fine, but don't push your agenda on me to unfollow person X. Yeah, you know? well, like, I also kind of, and this, this might even come across kind of shitty, um, but, like, I... Uh, I appreciate that um, people have a wide range of experiences and uh, many people have gone through struggles that I haven't or that I don't understand um, and that people sometimes carry a lot of trauma with them. Um, but I feel like once the, the moment that somebody else's trauma becomes my problem, it's kind of like, like I, I, I can try to be there for somebody as much as I can. But once like my, um, 
uh, autonomy is kind of compromised. It's like, well, I don't know. Like, and, and that can be kind of a touchy thing, especially like in, in, in modern day, we have all of these larger questions because people are more socially aware about different things and, and that kind of thing. And I don't know, it just kind of, it pushed a little button that I didn't necessarily know existed um, within me. Sure. Uh, and I'm just like, ah, this, it, it's, it's uncomfortable for me, but I also, I also acknowledge that it must've been very uncomfortable for my friend to, mm -hmm. you know, to feel like they should ask that, that as well. That is the care that that person has for you is that, you know, their, their care of uh, their bubble of self care involves you. You're so close to that circle of, of, of they're not, it's not like a mass email that they're sending out. Hey, unfollow this person. They said, Hey, Steven, uh, you're in my inner circle of people I care about, and and how you help me care for me. Can you unfollow this person for me because it's that close? Like I I, I guess is the only way I can kind of relate yeah. to it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And like also, I I want to say that they, my friend did not tell me to do this. They asked. Sure. Like they, sure. They, right, right, right. There were no, there was no ultimatums, no demands. Yeah. Which is why I, I appreciated the discussion. You know, that when you said oh, I need to discuss this with you, because that's that's you taking self care for yourself, not just blindly like, yep, no, not a problem. And that kind of love and friendship can exist, and, and you can just make that kind of decision automatically. Or sometimes you need to say, I need to talk about this with you, so I can really understand what's going on, and and make that decision for myself. And the fact that they were like, yeah, they, the fact that they didn't cause a stink shows a level of maturity in that that ask that I appreciate. Yeah, so good job, friend. Stay strong, good job, friend. I yeah. love, I love my friend. I love friend. Yeah, friend is awesome. Job, uh, speaking of friends, we had uh, some people write in during this discussion. Maybe I had something I want to talk about, but first. Oh, <laughs> no, no. I mean, there's there's a comment. Oh. Oh, my bad. relating to that topic. My bad. <laughs> Jesus to Christ! <laughs> oh my God! I, don't know. <laughs> I, I felt like I just like unfriend me right now, Stephen. Unfriend <laughs> me right now, uh, Frankie. I, I don't mind doing the podcast with you, but we can't have Chris here anymore. Bye. Uh, <laughs> we have to draw a line. See ya. <laughs> if it's Demi, please, please, Demi. I it's Demi. Demi is like VIP at this point. But Demi is beyond VIP. So Demi said, I'm the type of person, if they haven't done anything to me, then we're cool. But if that other person happens to be abusive or things cross that line, then that's different. But if you're not close with the people anyways, then I don't see why to continue that friendship and just delete them. So. Well said. That's how I Demi I apologize. Is. I trampled on it. <laughs> it's really me yelling at Steve and not at you, Demi. <laughs> I would never yell at you. It's just me. Like he'll yeah. yell at me any day. hundred <laughs> percent. That's what so. you signed up for. <laughs> that's true. That's fair. Yeah. So what's what's this thing that's so important? So what did you I got to talk about it. Everybody's been talking about it, and this way we can fucking hashtag it to get some traction with this motherfucker. We got to talk about the Will Smith slap. Oh, okay. Because I feel like it right. has to do with with relationships. With with Will Smith's relationship to Jada and all that, um, 
No, Demi, you're not going to yell back at me. Let's not let's not confuse that issue real fast. Um, okay. Yeah, the Will Smith clap. So I mean, yeah, like it's it's a hot button, uh, and I think everybody's already over it. It's been less than 24 hours, and I think the world's already fucking done with it. But because we're recording this uh, on Monday, but um, so just to make sure, in case you were living under a rock. At the Oscars, Chris Rock was hosting. He made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, her and Will Smith were sitting in the front row, and uh, he made a comment about GI Jane. And uh, she is notoriously have a, has a clean shaven head for uh, the last few decades. And I didn't know at the time, and I'm, I don't know that Chris Rock knew that she has alopecia, uh, a audio, autoimmune disorder that affects your ability to to grow hair. So. Will Smith stands up and is smiling, and Chris Rock's like, "Oh, you know, I'm in trouble now," kind of thing, just joking about it because he had made a crack about about uh, Jada, Jada Pinkett Smith. Will Smith comes up on stage and slaps the taste out of Chris Rock's mouth, and then walks away with a certain kind of confidence and swagger. And it was goes a very, a very good slap. Like it, it was, was a slap. A... Like it, like there was, there it had some boxer motion to it. I, let's not. Let's not break there was a form to it. There was a yes. There was a finesse. Um, uh, and initially, people, a lot of people were still laughing. Chris Rock said, "You know, Will Smith just slapped shit out of me," and people were still kind of laughing awkwardly because it could have been staged. Like it, that could have that, that's very well a thing that could have happened. But then Will Smith yelled, "Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth!" And as soon as Will Smith cussed, that whole fucking room got real quiet real fast. Um, and then Will Smith repeated himself, and Chris was like, "I, I, I will, I will, I will keep my, I will, I will not say, I will not say her name again." And everybody knew it was very serious at that point. So you know, it's, it's, uh, apologies, statements have since been released, and all that. And initially, a lot of my social media feeds were on the side of Will Smith, saying. That's what you get when you talk shit about, you know, a man's wife and blah, 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 blah. And that shows real love and da, 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 you know, people were, were, were coming to his side saying that if you, if you play around too much, or if you talk about somebody's wife, or if you cross a line, you'll, yeah, you'll, you'll pay the price. Mm-hmm. And in comedy, you always punch up. You never punch down. You know, you don't make fun of people who are disabled or things you can't control. You don't do that. Uh, and so absolutely Chris Rock was not in the right to have made fun of her regardless of any con- medical condition she might have. However, <laughs> I've had to talk to several of my friends like, so you think that the escalation to violence is okay after words were exchanged? Like, he, he didn't say, hey, Chris, could you stop? I don't appreciate that. He didn't take my side afterward or beforehand or any, anything like that. And it's not like Chris Rock was like fucking drilling and drilling Jada and going in on her just like fucking nonstop. It was one joke and he like he was trying to move on. But then Chris, but then Will Smith had to fucking slap him. I think that that uh, both parties were wrong, but Will Smith was definitely. Wrong burger. <laughs> the more wrong. More wrong. More yeah. I know that wrong burger is not a word. <laughs> I I'm, think so. 
Why did you not know that I know that? <laughs> anyway. Um, just experience. So yeah, that's, that's all I'm saying. Just basically the, the weird machismo that exists in taking care of your partner and or doing the chivalrous thing. Like, I absolutely have Frankie's back. Um, and, and you know I beat somebody up. All right, yeah, I know that. I know that more so that Frankie's got my back because that's that's the more likely scenario is that my mouth will go off running and then Frankie will have to come beat somebody up. Um, that's true. But uh, I just I think it's just uh, I don't know an antiquated thought, and it also endorses violence, which I can't uh, abide by. What are your thoughts there? Steve-O. Uh, there's a lot. Um, <laughs> I know I just word vomited for about Well, like even just the situation, because um, Will Smith has been going through a lot like with his, his marriage and his relationship. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to unpack just with that alone, like separate yeah. from everything that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's a lot of like controversy, not really, well, I guess controversy, but there's a lot of talks about like how he seemed okay with the joke until he got a look from his wife. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we're talking about this idea. It's almost like a, a showmanship of like masculinity, this mm-hmm. idea of, you know, I will protect my mate. Um, and I, while I don't know necessarily if he was cognizant of all of these factors in the moment, um, this happened in a room full of peers, but it was also broadcast to millions of people, yeah. very the large audience. Like, I mean, not just nation, though. The entire world was watching that show. Yeah, and um, I, I feel like there's a certain, there's a degree of, like, showmanship and, like, signaling going on mm-hmm. um on will smith's part i guess and yeah. um i all all of that makes me uncomfortable and i feel like uh it, i mean will smith if you want to be on the show uh we can talk <laughs> about this <laughs> we can yeah. unpack this that'd together. be amazing of all the things you would pick to to you're going to ha- hash that shit out here yeah. right here yeah uh yeah. Well, this is this might be one of the safest spaces to do it, um, <laughs> honestly. Uh, but I think that with the things that have been happening with his his marriage and his relationship, it seems almost like he. And this is totally me projecting, I guess. Sure, so sure. I, I can't confirm any of this, uh, but Will Smith can when he's a guest on this show. Absolutely. Uh, but I feel like he's kind of been emasculated in a sense. Oh, yeah. uh, by the media, by different things, by choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which is all fucked up as well. Like, I mean, if you yeah. have an agreement with your spouse, whatever you guys, whatever the agreed upon scenarios with both of you, it's nobody else's business. Mm-hmm. You know? And then for the whole entire world to be kind of assessing mm-hmm. uh, with like a magnifying glass and looking at that kind of thing, like that's got to be yeah. embarrassing uh, like for him. And so all of that pent up stuff and then for that to happen in that moment, um, you know, I I feel like he snapped, and then he had to show, look, I am here for my wife, um, despite all of these things. I am a good husband for her, and I I'm not just showing the world this, but I'm showing her this. Right. Um, and 
so I feel like a lot of that was at play. Um, but also, this is a big part of the fucking problem with this idea of what it means to be a man, what it means to be strong, what it means to be, you know, a husband or a wife or a partner. Like, there's all these things. Like, I wish that people could just... If Jada had a problem, she could have gone up there and slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. Yeah, yeah. Why? Did, why? She has a lot less to lose than Will Smith does. <laughs> Was that a... Well, never mind. <laughs> but I, uh, I just feel like if we i am I'm, I'm so excited for a point in the future when we don't have to worry about these bullshit uh influences or these mm -hmm. these like bullshit ideas and i i don't know if we're going to get there uh but uh it it is a little bit shitty to see people on the internet backing up will smith because they're also signaling and saying, well, I'm a tough man. I would totally, like, no one talks shit about my wife. And it's like, well, uh, you know, where, where do we draw that line? Because we live in a country that values freedom of speech. And I understand that that doesn't protect you from the consequences of freedom of speech, but the law does. And when you physically assault somebody, um, it's, it's against the law. So which what are we willing to lose? Are we willing to lose our free speech or are we willing to lose the ability to be protected from being punched in the face or slapped by someone whenever they get upset? Like, so, uh, I, I want freedom of speech um, and I want to not be slapped because I wouldn't have a face if, yeah, if those rules weren't in place. Christ, I yeah. would not have a face. Yeah, you'd be one of the first to go in martial law. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. I would be like, this is not inherently a... <laughs> <laughs> And gently, I laugh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So the thing is, yeah, the 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 contrast in escalation and and response to me is the thing that, like, yes, the laws exist, uh, but to me, Chris Rock wasn't doing anything out of the ordinary that a host at an award show wouldn't do. That's what a host does: is they riff and they make fun of everybody there. You're all open game. You show yeah. up, you're open game. Uh, if you don't show up, you're open game. If you're popular enough, if you are a celebrity, you're going to get roasted. And whether or not he knew that she had alopecia, not my problem. Like I'm not an I'm not a, an apologist, you know, for this. But it's it, you go to a comedy show and you expect to laugh. Chris Rock, Rock was trying to get laughs. He did it in a shitty way, but you don't escalate to violence. Like Chris Rock was doing what Chris Rock was paid to do. Yeah. And you go up there and slap the shit out of him. Like in front of the world. In front of the world. The world. Ricky Gervais or whatever his face is hosted something a few years ago and just like essentially called the entire audience uh, pedophiles and rapists and mm -hmm. nobody slapped him. Right. Well, probably because he was telling the truth, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but no, yeah, that's that's a good point. And uh, I actually I feel like it's even more infuriating watching this happen because I almost feel like so like more often than not, I feel like people get a free pass because they're celebrities or because they're rich or because they're like just large famous figures. Um, and that's annoying. Like if somebody hurts other people, then like, I don't care if they're 
funny or if I liked their TV show when they were younger or if, you know, daddy gave them a small loan of several million dollars. Like, if you're an asshole, you're an asshole. And if, if you, like, words, fine. But the second that your words actually cause, like, a, a, a physical consequence or the second that your actions become physical, that's a problem. What if and, the writer or and or director of the movie Where the Wild Things Are... Spike Jones. What if Spike Jones punched a child? I think he has, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what Where the Wild Things Are is about? <laughs> it's just punching children? Yeah. What if he, like... Cut somebody's face. How would you feel about him? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't want, I don't want Spike Jones to cut a face. Sure. Uh, I, I don't think that he should get a free pass. Okay. If somebody cuts someone's face and it's not in self-defense, let them go to jail. You know, let them go to prison. Right. I was just trying know. to find your hero. I don't know. Like, I mean, we're having a, a similar conversation. Actually, hi mom. My mom's tuning in. <laughs> hi mom. Uh, <laughs> You, you've raised a wonderful <laughs> son. He's a good guy. Uh, Two wonderful sons. I'll, I'll have to now. I, now I have to watch what I say. <laughs> like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Uh, but like, we're we're having a similar conversation uh, because there's a new Harry Potter game coming out, and J.K. Rowling has said oh, yeah. uh, some transphobic things, and it it's like, where do we draw the line? Because yes. I, I I believe in J.K. Rowling's ability. Thanks, mom. Uh, <laughs> my mom's that's not for you. That's for her. Anyway, uh, I I believe in uh, J.K. Rowling's ability to say whatever she wants, even if it's garbage. I guess, but um, because she has such a large platform, you know, does that free speech have a, a negative impact? And at what point do we start, you know, questioning whether we should punish that or whether there should be consequences for that? And it's like, I don't you know where say, to draw that line. You can say all day long that Harry Potter doesn't belong to J.K. Rowling anymore. It belongs to us. You can say that. She's still getting paid. <laughs> She's still getting very, very paid every time you purchase uh, a, a movie ticket or a game or a book. She's very much getting paid for that. There's, you know, so you, you can't remove yourself from the turf in that scenario. Like if you, like if you love Harry Potter and you buy anything Harry Potter, she's getting a percentage of it, unfortunately. Yeah. But like, see, and then there's also like, we pay taxes and people in our government who have questionable motives, um, they get that money. So we're paying them. Like mm -hmm. it, it, what choice do we have in that matter? It's like. Yeah, we can vote, but like, th there's just like a whole shit ton of things, and it's like I'm just tired of people within positions of power not having to suffer uh, for the sure. shit that they do. Like, uh, and and I mean, I I personally don't feel strongly in regards to the J.K. Oh, Rowling man. thing specifically, but like the like I I just. I just wish people would stop being shitty and specifically I wish famous rich people would stop being shitty. Like just shut the fuck up, sit down. And if you want to make art, do it. If you want to say something, do it. If it's controversial, whatever, but don't 
don't be offensive and don't hurt people. And like, it's <laughs> shitty that, that Chris Rock, like sure comedy, whatever, that's fine. And I actually, I'm, I, I personally think that the joke was fine. I don't think it was that shitty. Um, I don't know what the fuck that is. Sorry. <laughs> someone in the yeah, someone in the chat somebody is, could uh, knock that out for us. But um Jesus yeah. Christ. Okay, I fixed it. Um anyways, but like I I I don't think the joke was necessarily that offensive in the grand scheme of comedy. Um but I do have a problem with somebody slapping somebody in the face. So. Sure. There's that. Yeah, offensive is always going to be subjective to the, the times of what's going on. Um, so it, you know, it's going to uh, vary vastly from decade to decade and year to year. Um, but anywho, that was all. I just wanted to just bring that to the forefront real quick, so that we I do want to uh, bring up something that uh, Trip Fantasy said yeah. earlier. Um, Tripp said, I think it's embarrassing to have to resort to violence when something bothers you. Personally, I hate losing my temper. It makes you feel like a big steaming idiot. And that was always my goal in high school, was uh, if I could provoke my enemy into violence, I won. <laughs> because if, uh, it, was always, it was always a battle of wits for me. And, and you still have your teeth? I, I do. I wow. do. Not all of them are real, but yes. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, Frankie, I'm putting you on the spot. Don't. There's no pressure. Is oh, there anything you wanted to discuss before we got to questions? Anything that's been grinding your gears? No. No. Nope. All right. Wow. Cool. No gears grinded. That's pretty good. Well, then, you're perfectly fine. Wonderful. <laughs> I have very limited access to the outside world. <laughs> Not necessarily with the outside world. Just with anything at all. I mean, like anything at all. Me, the, the kids. Yeah, uh, how much time do you have? Yeah, for, oh, oh. yeah. I think you just perked up the ears of our entire <laughs> listening audience. So, um, whatever, if you, whatever, whatever you got, I don't. What's the dirt? <laughs> Spill that tea. I really don't have anything. All right. Well, then no worries. Uh, then, if you're okay with it, uh, and you're okay with it, uh, you want to do questions? Are you gonna yell about it some more? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, pick a number one through twelve. Wow, that's a lot of fucking questions. Yeah, it's a lot of fucking questions. Six. Okay. All right. Okay. Hold on. One. Two. All right. So, listener Nicholas Morris wrote in and said, "Have you made a sex tape or homemade porn? What did you do to protect yourself and your partner?" So I think we we've touched upon sex tapes and homemade porn before but i don't think we really went in depth about protecting ourselves too much but um that's a pretty broad term you know as far as protection you know protecting oneself like we know that you for example did not (laughs) use protection (laughs) because you hate it man do i (laughs) (laughs) why even It's like I'm doing exercise at that point. <laughs> like, I just, I'm on, it's all the physical activity with, like, next to none of the pleasure. It takes, like, two seconds. <laughs> what are you talking about? I feel nothing. It's like, it's like if I were to, it's like if you were to go to your favorite concert with earplugs and earmuffs on and then have to stand in the fucking, say in your car, 
while they're playing. <laughs> I don't you don't get to see. It actually it is recommended oh, I love, to wear. I love earbuds, this uh, show. I love this song. I can it actually, so like it it is recommended to wear earplugs at a concert because otherwise you hurt your hearing. And stay in, stay in your car while the show's going on. I mean, not all of those things, but I'm just saying a little bit of protection. You don't have to fucking be in a bubble while you're fucking someone. But earplugs. I'm I'm saying I've that's my lesson. The the how how deadened the the experience is. I I have no I have no there's no there's no feeling like my my. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, it is fair. I, I do think that there are ways to enhance the feeling. A metaphor. I do think that there are ways to enhance the feeling. But um, anyways, uh, one of our listeners, uh, Trip Fantasy, is actually very interested, yeah. Chris, well, because in, I've made, uh, I've whether made or not you have made a sex tape. Sure. All right. So, listeners at <laughs> home. There's an update. Update. There's an update, yeah. Uh, I, I did get to make a, a short sex tape uh and i watched it again and i just can't stand looking at myself still that's still a thing um you're amazing (laughs) very sexy Uh no i don't want to look at any of this like none of it not even a little bit so what you're saying is the sex tape exists yep it is not destroyed or deleted Nope. And I I believe you promised that you would send it <laughs> to Trip Fantasy. Did I? I thought so. I don't recall that. I thought you said that you were making a sex tape for our fan here. <laughs> my my mom. <laughs> yeah, please please put that up. <laughs> okay, That's all weird. right. Um, my mom says protection is more than a quote unquote glove. Protection of the heart is important as well. You're absolutely right, Mom. That's actually... There's also, and in this day and age, Mom, you got to think about uh, the the protection of your, you know, your identity and yourself out there in the internet. So there's also, you know, your, your, uh, your reputation, I guess. I mean, uh, there's lots of protect, there's lots of ways to interpret protection, but, but that is an excellent interpretation of that, Mom. Thank you very much for that. Yeah, I've I've already fucked up on all accounts. Like I've, 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 <laughs> I've already gone every day <laughs> without protecting my feelings, <laughs> without protecting my online image. Uh, like I am forever tarnished. <laughs> Back to the promise to trip fan though. Um, I I don't remember what I had for breakfast this morning, so you're gonna have to remind me. Like I, I remember to make a sex tape. I did that, and I thought it was just for the the. Um, you know, just to, to re-examine my own self-hatred. I don't know. I, think, I thought it was more for your brother than Trip Van, but uh, I don't know. Wait, for... Not for her brother, their brother. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, Trip Van is... Oh, wait, never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Trip is, is my brother. My bad. For, for anyone who doesn't know... I'm confusing screen names. Please don't send a sex tape to my brother. I'm not sending... <laughs> Make, do, we I, have enough trauma on our trip family. Fan, do we need to make a, a sex tape together, Trip Fan? I forget. Tell me. <laughs> I thought it was like, well, I'll, I'll let Trip Fan. Uh, yeah, you, you type it up. We'll keep talking. Yeah. Um, um, so my mom actually uh, 
continued to say a lot of people have sex and have no idea what to do the, with the emotional aspect. Um, and I, I agree with that. Actually, a lot of people, um, I feel like they just can't handle things, um, immediately after, or maybe I'm just a traumatizing individual to sleep with, but, uh, relating that to the question that Nicholas Morris wrote in, um, you actually, so Chris, you mentioned making a sex tape mm -hmm. and uh, it kind of brought up these feelings, like negative feelings towards yourself. Yeah. Um, so in terms of emotionally dealing with that process, um, like what do you, like, do you mind going into that a little more or it's, is that yeah, like, it's, it's not like traumatizing. It's, it's no different than hearing yourself on an answering machine uh, or I'm sorry, a voice recording. Like, I'm sorry, I'm 90 years old. Um, it's no different than hearing your own voicemail and or watching yourself on a on, on a, a you know on a video of of any kind, whether you're naked or not, because you're not in control of that image and you just see yourself in a different angle. Like normally, you're used to seeing yourself in a mirror, uh, but now you can see all the horrible wrinkles and folds and and extra fat deposits from a whole new light. Um, so naked or not, it's just not a pleasing image. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, I really hope that's actually Carlito. Like <laughs> the actual wrestler, Carlito has joined in on our conversation and is eating an apple because that's his whole fucking shtick. I, I genuinely hope. Carlito, you are welcome here. We are cool. Um, fuck. I really hope that that's him. Um, it's if there's any way that you can verify, yeah, please, you are, yeah, please yeah. for the love of God, yeah, I spit in the face of people who aren't cool too, Carlito. <laughs> there are actually some some wrestlers who follow the show, but um, fantastic, yeah. Um, anywho's, uh, so Trip Fan did uh, clarify, yeah, yeah, that you promised that you would make a sex tape, whether it's you. distributed to to me or Demi is a different story. So, um, okay, so that's. That clarifies it. So you, the deed is done. It's, I did that for you, Trip fan. You have and, the, and and Demi, the many fans, and I guess you and me too. Right? Yeah, but mostly for the show. We're making big moves now, Carlito. Hashtag Carlito. Hashtag Carlito. He's in the house. <laughs> he I, said I, thanks. I just fan. came here big randomly. Big fan, bud. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, my mom. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I hope it's okay that I'm referring to you as my mom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, it, it's it's pretty easy to figure out, yeah. I guess. So that's fine. Um, so she <laughs> adds to the chat and says, uh, "You think you're doing something beautiful, and then you are emotionally fucked up." She didn't. She did not curse. She said, "Effed up." Anyway, so <laughs> sorry. Um, I wanted to, to circle back to that actually because. There's lots of different people tie sex and emotions together differently. Everybody's different. Some people it's sex has nothing to do with emotions. Some people it's strictly they can only become aroused with somebody that they are are emotionally intimate with. Uh, and it's different for every single person and there's no right answer. There's no wrong answer. Uh, it's however you can safely do both those things. Or whatever, or if you just want to do one of those things, as long as you're safe, you know, more power to you. But um, 
but yeah, if you're not ready to unpack that that those emotion that emotional baggage, you probably should not think with your genitals. I think before engaging in sexual activity with anybody else, you got to figure your own shit out first. And I think a lot of times people don't like stop and ask themselves what they really want. Like sometimes people, uh, especially like early on, like when you're first starting to have sex, oftentimes there's, there's either like peer pressure or, Mm -hmm. you know, they just want to feel, uh, yeah, like sexy, or they want to feel loved, or like there's a whole bunch of different things. Their hormones are going out of fucking control. Yeah, all of a sudden the the banana in the fruit bowl is looking insanely arousing. Looking at you, banana and peach. Looking at you. It's rough. Put the fruit in the microwave for like five seconds, and then. Oh god. I've never done that. I don't speak from experience. Uh, I. But I've I've just heard. <laughs> what about All you? Right. Now that your mom's here, <laughs> I was trying to avoid. No, I'm bringing it right back. All right. Okay. Um, okay. So <laughs> mom, this right. is a safe space. Okay. All right, mom. Don't get mad at me. Um, so yeah, I've I've made sex tapes and homemade porn. Um, I, I think I've I've talked about this before on the show, but like I've done videos and things for money. I actually think I've told my mom this before. Um, so there's that. Whether it's sexy or not is up for debate. But uh, but yeah, so I've done those kinds of things. Um, as far as like making porn for like other people, like making a product, basically. Um, I actually, I have not done a very good job of protecting myself in terms of my identity and like uh, things like a, a watermark on the video or like things like that. I, I, when I first started, I was not privy to certain tricks that we've shared on the show before. Um, now I try to like personalize, like hyper-personalize a video. So like I use the client's name um, and like I'll put the client's name in the video, like things like that to sort of make it in their like best interest not to <laughs> spread something. Oh, yeah. um, so there's that, but I didn't always do that. Uh, and as far as like a sex tape with a, with a partner, um, not necessarily videos, but I've like taken pictures and stuff with, uh, with, you know, partners and things in the past. Um, and that actually kind of bit me in the ass once uh, because not literally, but um <laughs> That was my follow-up. <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, but uh, when the PlayStation Vita first came out, and I'm sorry, Mom, uh, it was actually a, a a gift from my mom. Um, she helped my boyfriend at the time and I get the PlayStation Vita. Um, but the Vita had built-in cameras and a very nice OLED screen at the time. It was uh, pretty state-of-the-art. And so we would like take pictures and stuff and it was like kind of fun. We would have these pictures of each other and, you know, we would be able to transfer them wirelessly across to the, to the Vitas. It was like a fun little thing. Um, And then my Vita got stolen. Mm. Um, And it was actually, it was stolen by my sister's boyfriend at the time, uh, which was even worse. Mm. Um, But he pawned it. 
sold it for some some uh, fast cash. Sure. Um, and I was mortified when I found out. Uh, and I was even more mortified when I saw on my PlayStation Network profile that I had earned a trophy in a game that I did not play. So that means that somebody got on that Vita, they could access everything, and they probably saw me and my boyfriend at the time doing a whole lot of unsavory, questionable things. Because I know you, you were honestly more upset about them getting a trophy under your name? Well, (laughs) (laughs) I was upset because that meant that not only did the Vita sell to -hmm. somebody, um, but like they turned it on mm-hmm. and they did not reset the system. Yeah. Yeah. So the pictures were still there. Like that was that was proof that they could see the pictures. Sure. And so for a year I was going around in public spaces and I would be like did this person see me naked? Did this person see me naked? Sure. And it 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 wasn't just me being naked. Like that's fine. I, if people see me naked, whatever. But it was the fact that I was doing ungodly things. Uh <laughs> that's what um, was scary to me. <laughs> so I think someone's going to anonymously write in a question of what ungodly things were you doing, <laughs> but uh, that, we'll uh, save that for we'll save that for another show. Yeah. <laughs> That's um. Now I do have to say one thing about the the sex tape, in that um, there was definitely, even though, like, when I could ignore myself and or just crapped myself out, uh, it was still way hotter than uh, most of the porn that I watch. So, I don't know if that's because I can actually remember the sensation of all of them happening, or it's because there's somebody that I care about in, in it, uh, or it's my penis, you know. <laughs> I don't, there's no, a, whole, a, a whole unknown number of things. What's that meme with like Leonardo DiCaprio? He like sees, he recognizes in the TV. That's my penis. That's yeah, my yeah. penis. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Yes. So, so thanks, Trip Fan. Thanks for making me do that again. It won't happen again, bud. And I abs- And if it helps you sleep at night, I absolutely thought about you while I was making that video. I can say with 100% guarantee you were on my mind while I was making that video. Wow. Excellent. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you guys making it for the fans. Uh (laughs) For the trip fans. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> I feel like we should, we should make like awards. Like when we reach 100 episodes, we should have like awards for different um, people who tune in regularly. Sure. And like for Trip Fan, the reward should be for like for being on Chris's mind while he makes a, a sex tape. Sure. We ruined the surprise for him. Jeez. Well, I, he'll forget. You'll forget. I don't think you will. <laughs> the guy who said, I remember everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we got to figure out what these words are. Immediately, I just think about it, it's like a cum shot. It's just, it's just a dick and balls. Just Oh, speaking of dick and balls, I, I saw something that I've never seen before. It's a... <laughs> well, I mean, it's not, dick balls. not dick and balls. Uh, <laughs> I've seen that before, Steve. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Where do you get those, by the way? Um, but no, I uh, there's there's a sex toy, okay, and it it, it it's like a plastic device that goes around your balls, um, but it kind of like separates them, so it's like a Y shape. Um, so they're like kind of poking out on the on the sides, but the idea is so that you can uh, penetrate your partner with your ball sack. And so it basically, it, it, it holds it and stabilizes it and turns your ball sack into a dildo, essentially. And then you can insert it and, yeah, you can go in and out with it. But your balls are exposed so you can feel it so you have the testicular sensation while you're pleasuring somebody else. And I was like, I don't think that that feels good. I just spit everywhere. But I don't, I don't think that that would feel good at all. But I think I have a picture of it, actually. I don't know if you should put it up. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> well, I, if, if it's a drawing, let me, let me double check. If, it, if, it's, it's, if it's empty, if it, if it is no, if it's not in use currently. Okay, yeah, it's just like a, it's not it's a... Like, Okay, so this it's is um, out of the device. It's not a problem. Hold on, that's it's really nice. Oh, there it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Bullet Bill. <laughs> it's Bullet Bill. <laughs> and oh. the testes are the arms. Oh no! The testes are the arms. Now I can't unsee it. Yep. It's Bullet Bill. Isn't that interesting, though? What? What an odd-shaped penis. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it's, well, I mean, people have all kinds of different dates. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, penises come in all different shapes sizes. And boy, uh, do they come. My mom ouch. says, ouch. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I, I'm not going to knock until I try it, so. I just don't understand it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I just, man. <laughs> Like, I, I don't know how it would feel. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Because, like, just steps. It is just like, extra steps, but that's most sex. Whenever I imagine what this would feel like, I just feel like I'm going to vomit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it's going, like, I, I'm going to want it to be nice and, and pleasurable, but it's going to just squeeze my balls and hurt them. Yeah. Like, it's just going to, you know. Like I can't even, I can't even sit down a certain way without getting that right. feeling in my stomach. Yeah. To have it in a contraption and yeah, then rubbing, yeah. like I, I just don't right. know. Right. I yeah. <laughs> Why be in a vice? That's what it seems like. Yeah, that's what it's, it seems. You're you're right, mom. <laughs> Putting bullet bill on my testicles seems like a bad idea, but I'm still willing to try it. So. I mean, I'll try it, but I, I feel like I just, I. Maybe that's what we do for the soft launch. We just wear those. It's going to be a soft launch. <laughs> <laughs> we wear those for the soft launch and we just don't show them. What do we do for the hard launch? That's what I want to know. Mm. Question number 10. Oh, uh. Do we have time? Is that what we're doing? Oh yeah, we yeah we only have four minutes left, so uh, we can we can, we, we, we can do the old two banger. Oh, <laughs> do we want to do a two banger? 
Or okay. we can do like another question and just have this be like a slightly longer episode or sure. you want to do that? That's fine. All right. You, what number did you say? I'm sorry. 10. Um, <laughs> it's just, I just feel bad because, uh, because my mom is in the chat, but it's fine. Um, so this is also from Nicholas Morris writes in and says, when did you start masturbating and what was the experience like? Frankie? I have to think about this. All right. I have no qualm. I've told the story to close friends. I don't really give it like it's, I had a very early exposure to, um, <laughs> uh, to sex and to, uh, reading materials as it were uh to videos like i was basically i was raised by my dad uh and uh so he just had pornography he had it hidden he wasn't laying around but i'm i'm a kid and i'm gonna be curious i'm gonna explore things uh and i found his porn mags pretty quick i was like five um and um i once accidentally popped in a v uh, a tape of his um and it was it was porn. And I didn't quite understand the video at that point. I was like, what's going on here? Um, but the, the Playboys I found and the penthouses, um, I, I understood those. that they were, they were naked women, and it made me feel a certain way. Um, and so I think, like, shortly after then, I was, I was crying, you know, just, like, <laughs> I was going to town on myself. Um I mean, nothing, you know, nothing happened, nothing came out, but it just, just felt nice to touch myself. So, really, really young. Five, you said? Yeah. Yeah. Because it was, before, like, I found those magazines. I feel like that's like playing with a gummy worm, just. <laughs> right, right. Like, no, yeah. But, it, like, it started there and it continued on for as long as I, you know, I, there was no, there were no gaps. There was not like a, the year Chris didn't touch himself. It was. Isn't that a Christmas movie? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, um, yeah. Like from five years old on, I was uh, just touching myself and and having a good old time. Um. Yeah. And I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Absolutely nothing wrong with you at all. <laughs> Um, so real fast, uh, my mom writes in and says that kind of breaks my heart way too early. No understanding of what you were seeing. Sure. Uh, I almost feel like that's kind of what's nice about early sexual experiences, at least for me. Um, because like, because it wasn't inherently a sexual experience, it was just all about like pleasure really. It's like, Oh, right. this feels nice. And yeah. like talking about it as an adult is kind of weird because, you know, sometimes like the things that we do for pleasure when we're younger, it doesn't make sense really. Like um, I've talked about this before um, and my mom will actually remember this. Uh, <laughs> um, so like the little, the little air jets in swimming pools uh, whenever we would go and visit 
my grandmother in Florida, um, I would be hanging on the side of the pool because yeah. a little air jet would be hitting my, my little prepubescent penis. Mm-hmm. And I thought it felt great. Right. Um, and it was not sexual. It was just a little pee-pee massage. And it was great. And then it I would get yelled amazing. at. It felt like nothing you would ever felt before. Yeah. But everybody pushed off the side of the pool. Yeah. And they'd be like, get away from that. Stop it. Right. It's built it. in. Like, it's <laughs> built into you. Like, to, like that, touching that area feels nice. And in a way that doesn't feel nice anywhere else. Like, it's, it, it gives you a certain pleasure that you don't get anywhere else. And I just found the fucking jet stream without being in a pool. Like, that's all it was. And so to mom, to just to, to ease mom's broken heart there, um, like, no, you know, I was fortunate in that I, no one abused me. No one like was, was touching me or, you know, doing anything inappropriate. Like I was just a curious kid and found, found some naughty pictures. Um, so, you know, while, while you can have a broken heart for me, I, I feel like, uh, I, I got to, got a start on, on having a good time. <laughs> so See, that's actually, that's a good point too. Like, because our experiences with like exploring pleasure when we were younger, it was completely consensual. Uh, it was self exploratory as well. And it kind of allows us to understand what pleasure is without the sexual component. So that later on in life, when the sexual component is added in, we understand what it means to feel good. And we aren't told by anyone else. I mean, we still are, but like we have a better understanding and better ability to know this feels good to me. And so I want it to feel good to me again. And I think we're a little bit better equipped to be able to say, oh, this is not pleasure. Like, this is not what this means. This is not the air jet. In the pool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, things have never been as good as the air jet in the pool. Frankie, do you feel comfortable answering this question? Yeah, I was probably 13, 14. Um, my boyfriend at the time kind of encouraged me to do it. And so that made it a little weird. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it took a while to figure out because it's not as easy as rubbing your dick on stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So you said that he encouraged you to do it. Was he like present or was he just saying, Hey, you should do this in your free time. Both. Okay. Yeah. He wasn't a very nice person. (laughs) Oh, well, I'm sorry. That's all right. I wish I would say I didn't learn my lesson at all, but I didn't. <laughs> I kind of wish I I don't I don't know how to say this, but like it is a lot easier like you said, I feel like it is a lot easier for boys to start experiencing pleasure just like accidentally naturally in life um just because it it's just there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? It's there. Right, yeah. uh, but like, it's like a little baby elephant. Yeah, right. <laughs> I I don't like. I kind of. I wish that there was a 
a solution to that, but there's not really anything that I can think of that wouldn't be awful. Yeah. No. <laughs> so like walk down that road. <laughs> yeah, like I but I don't know. I I think God fucked up. I think uh but yeah. Uh let me go back real fast. Um my mom says boys typically start to touch their junk about age three, always hands in the pants, but usually progresses uh, until about eight or progresses about eight. Yeah. I mean, I, I know I was touching myself <laughs> when I was very young. Well, I mean, I was also a very large baby. I, I, I had a hard time reaching, but hence the pool jets. <laughs> but, um, uh, also, Manaxra writes in and says, I had to do research to try to figure out how to jerk off. When you say research, if you don't mind, Manaxra, uh, what was this research? Like, did you did you go on the internet? Did you find an encyclopedia? Did you ask a, an expert? Like, what did you do? I mean, the, yeah, the internet, I don't think, was um, mainly porn. Oh. That's interesting. Twitch censors porn. Or maybe they did that. Anyways, mainly porn is what Manaxer says. Okay. All right. Because yeah, that's how I did all my research, uh, you know, on in in every aspect of, of research I've ever done, porn's been involved. <laughs> so <laughs> what if your job was like a scientist? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I work for the Environmental Protection Agency. <laughs> It's like, what? Uh, yeah, I study porn. Yeah. Porn is involved in my studies, that's for sure. There's a, there's a, there's a, a dirty porn of it somewhere. So, may I have some more? Okay. I suppose. Oh, okay. Manaxra clarifies and says, it took me a long time to figure out how exactly, uh, to figure out exactly how to jerk my penis to achieve orgasm. So... I guess the, the mechanics of it all. True. Uh, like I, when I was younger, like when I was in my, my early teens, like I would start to have that sensation of like I'm about to come, but I'd stop because I'm like, I don't know what's about to happen. This is scary. Like, ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's, well, it's too much. Like I was overstimulated, you know? Um, but then I learned that if you just keep going, then there's something even better at the Ooh. end. Yeah, I feel like um, when I when I first started, like that wasn't even something that I was capable of doing was uh, ejaculating. Yeah. Um, I feel like I might have still been able to orgasm. Like I, I feel yeah. like I remember the a sensation, but it was not like nothing came out. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um. Yeah, and then once once that was a thing that I was able to do, I actually distinctly remember the first time that I came, and I hated it, not because it was an unpleasurable experience, but because like I wasn't watching anything that I particularly enjoyed, because it, it happened accidentally. Because like, you know, things feel good, and you're just touching yourself. But I was watching, um, I was watching TV before going to sleep because I had school the next morning, and. Um, my mind completely wandering and everything and i'm just like touching myself and everything and then i just like immediately come and i'm like oh oh this is new this is new and what was on the tv was fucking puppies 
because <laughs> it was Animal Planet, and I was like, God damn it. So now every time that I think about the first time that I came, I see puppies, and I'm like, God fucking damn it, stop. And I have to, like, move it out of the way. And I hate that. I hate that, like, brains associate things, and then it's like, get out of the way. You're, you're ruining it for me. I hate it. So when you see puppies, do you think about the first time you came? Uh, it doesn't necessarily happen okay. in the inverse, but uh, it's okay. like specifically if I'm if I'm talking about the first time that I came, it's like that. You have to talk about that, yeah. Yeah, sure. and it's like it's rough. It's rough. No <laughs> pun intended. Oh my god. Because <laughs> rough, Jesus, it's rough. It's rough. I fucked up. Yeah, that's uh, good. <laughs> that was good. That was a nice uh, nice pun. Um, and then uh, my mom says porn is fake and really not a good source of knowledge. Um, yeah. So, mom, I don't I don't know how much of the show you listen to, but I, I definitely uh, I'm the, the the comedic relief, and so yes, I'm aware that that porn is not you know a good source of knowledge. But if you're telling me that all those people don't really love each other. I'm just kidding, Mom. I mean, okay. with that pizza delivery guy, it was love at first sight. Yeah. Love 100%. at first slice. All those step-siblings. Why is step-sibling porn the most prevalent? I don't know. It's because it's taboo, but they're not related, so it's fine. But, like, why is that the number one thing? That is actually a good point. Like, of all the taboo things, like, why? Why that? That. Bothers me. Yeah. Uh, Manaxra writes in and says, I remember trying to figure it out and literally fucking everything I could. Water bottles, couch cushions, whatever. Yeah, whatever works, man. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like when we like, I fear that for, <laughs> for my children just because I mean, anything, anything. Nothing was safe. <laughs> See, like I didn't, I didn't really fuck objects. I would like I would I would just like I would basically like line up a series of pictures. Mm -hmm. Um and I would be like, "Oh, if I touch myself and look at this, do I enjoy this?" And then it's like, "Nope. Next." And it would be like a buffet of a whole wide variety of things, like a very wide variety of of things. Um, that I'm mildly ashamed of now, but, um, like I would, I would just go through sure. and then, you know, the things that worked, I would be like, all right. And the things that didn't, I would delete them. Um, so yeah, but I, I didn't really I, do a lot I of like physical... access when I started, like, um, that must've been difficult. Like, <laughs> I'm yeah, <sorry>. bro. <laughs> Let me tell you, man, before, like, with the internet, it's just a, a fucking paradox of choice. I spend more time looking for something than I do actually cracking one out. But, my God, when you only have, like, a window of 30 minutes before your dad gets home, you got to fucking barrel through with whatever you have. Yeah. And you got to make sure, if you're using those, like, those tapes and those magazines that you found of your dad's you got to make sure that you don't don't only finish but that you can put it back exactly the way that it was yeah i did a lot you of make sure that there's no I, 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 so video vcrs have the they, they still have a time on them so you can still rewind to the time that you were at like 
I made sure, like, I, I wasn't like sneaking booze and filling the water back up. I was rewinding the porn to the exact you know point he left it at. I mean, that's that's actually nice. That's pretty considerate, I think. Like, that's, I think it was nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was great son. Pretty good. <laughs> great son. Uh, I'm an actress says J.C. Penney's catalogs. <laughs> yeah. Self-explanatory, really. Yeah. Swimsuit issue. Sports Illustrated. Uh, I I just had video game magazines. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> there were there wasn't a lot of material, but, uh, but yeah, because like, I think around that time it was mostly like mascot platformers. <laughs> and, oh, um, Crash Bandicoot! You gonna get it? I was more of a Sly Cooper kind of guy. Uh, he's he's a little bit more, you know, like <laughs> Sly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think that's I think that's good for this episode. How do you feel? Yeah, that's a that's a nice one. I like it. Thanks for joining us, Mom. Yeah, thanks, Mom. I like legitimately. Yeah. I, I'm glad that you were here. I'm glad that you were contributing to the conversation. I'm glad that you didn't make me feel uh, too uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, anything that, that was felt was all on you anyway. There was no. Mom, yeah. I didn't yeah. do anything. Exactly. But yeah, and everyone else, thank you for joining. Most, mostly my mom. Fuck mostly. you guys. Mom's here. <laughs> Mm. Man, I actually got something here. When I was in high school, Sorry. I got into a Sears catalog advertising swimsuits. Oh, boy. Yeah. Got me into or got uh, got into a Sears catalog. So, hold on. The classmate, the classmate so was in? The person who was in the catalog, and so you, you uh, handled your business to your friend? Now we got to know. Inquiring yeah. minds want to know. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. my God. Yes. And did you tell your friend ever? Oh. I'm yeah. on the edge of my seat. Uh, no. All right. Okay. Well, well we I think we need to get, get this person on the show. Talk oh. to him. No, I'm just kidding. What um, we we had like two special guests and we just go away and <laughs> we just leave them on there. And they, no, we're yeah. here. I have no idea. Oh well, there was that one time. Oh my god! All right, are we doing a post show? Absolutely. Okay, so, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just end it but anybody who's here just stay put we're gonna have a post show where we can just hang out and talk about whatever um no holds barred or whatever the phrase is <laughs> and listeners at home thank you so much for joining us in our audio podcast you can always join us on twitch uh when we do this live monday nights um time frame is sometime after 9 p.m um and um so please check, come join us then. You get to contribute to the conversation. And uh, yeah.
Yeah. And also, can they can contribute to the show as well at www.mtfproductions.com backslash donate. Uh, help us out there uh, because we love doing this and we would love to do it uh, as a full-time job. But we can only do that with the donations uh, from our lovers and our listeners and our friends. So Which please. really all the same. Yeah, really, it's all the same same category there. Um, you sound like NPR. Mom, I'm looking at you. Uh, you need oh, to do it, Mom. I ship it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that weird? <laughs> Did that cross a line? No, I'm good with it. All right. Um, all right. Well, thanks again, everybody, and uh, we'll see you in the post show. All right. Everybody who's here live, just stay put. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you in a little bit. But thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Love, love, love. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Podcast with Benefits. If you enjoyed this show, please rate, follow, and or subscribe to The Podcast with Benefits wherever podcasts are distributed. Please reach out to us by writing an email to bemorethanfriends at gmail.com, commenting on mtfproductions.com, or finding us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash be more than friends. One day, we hope to do this for a living. To help make that dream come true, please donate what you can to our show at mtfproductions.com. Your donations help us purchase better equipment, fund more merchandise, and hold events. Please share this show with a friend that you love. Thank you. I've missed that mouth trumpet so much. <laughs> God, I haven't heard that in ages. God, I missed that. It has it has been a hot second. I do edit it in at edit God, I can't fucking talk. <laughs> I do edit it into the audio version, but when we do right. it live, it doesn't have the thing. Right. So. I know. Yeah. I know.